Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Phase F and Six Show. I am your host Jay Rose, and I'm your co-host Steph Rose. And today we're speaking with a good friend of ours, Joseph Sheehy. He is the founder of Cured, and an all-round awesome guy based out of Colorado. And we're <laughs> excited to have him here today in Austin. Welcome, yeah, brother. Thank you welcome. so much for having me. It's good to be here. It's good to be in the studio. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool setup. <laughs> yeah, we love it. So uh, for those, one thing I wanted to go through first <clears throat> is what you do for Cured, Yeah. Uh, what your company does, and then I want to speak about uh, how we met because I think that's mm-hmm. a cool story. And I've yeah. actually never really heard your, we've told a lot of people how we met, but not. I've never you really heard, heard your side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, cool. So what is Perfect. Cured? So Cured is a, it's a supplement company of the future. That's how I explain the company is we are building what I believe to be what the future looks like for supplements. So we're pushing the edge on ingredients. We're breaking stigmas. Mm-hmm. We're changing a narrative just like you guys do through your industry. Mm-hmm. We do it through, well, we're, I guess we're kind of in the same industry, right? Health mm-hmm. and fitness industry, optimization industry but we're on the supplement ends. And so Cured is a company that's really trying to change the narrative around cannabinoids, around functional mushrooms, around adaptogens. And we're more or less taking like a traditional Chinese medicine approach to supplementation and health. I think that the supplement industry needs a complete rebranding and Mm -hmm. we're here to do that. And I think that the future of our healthcare systems and what it looks like to be a company that people truly trust in to take their lives to the next level it needs to look a lot different than it has Mm. over the past years so that's cured in a in a nutshell uh but our supplements really are designed to optimize all aspects of the daily human experience and uh, we also have dog products as well so tanks on the train yeah yeah perfect (laughs) for us you know especially um and we did notice the difference with him, especially with his arthritis. Uh, yeah. He was a lot calmer as well. We're really trying to get him off the pain meds and switch it to CBD. So yeah. it was good to have that. But um, How much does he weigh? He was, when we picked him up, 110 pounds. No, he was 100 oh, no. pounds. Sorry, he was 100 pounds when we picked him up, but he used to be 110 or 120. Yeah. This is our um, newly rescued uh, pit bull. Pit bull. Uh, for probably... those of you who don't know who Tank is. <laughs> but then I, he's definitely lost weight since we've had him yeah. within four weeks. So he could be down to like 90, 95 Yeah, maybe? he could probably use quite a bit of CBD. But it really for helps. Sure. Yeah, it helps. Especially where like we've only had him like four weeks and he was, I'm assuming he was quite depressed because he was, yeah, he was, was um, you know, taken from his environment that he's got used to at his foster house. So mm-hmm. uh it was definitely helping with some form of anxiety as well. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, with your products, the interesting thing about using cured products is you only really notice the benefits it was truly providing once you stop taking them yeah. after. And I think that was the same yeah. with him. Yeah. It's like you get, it's like the same thing as like you get off your nutrition and then a week later, two weeks later, you're like, you don't feel it right away. Yeah. I mean, some people do when we're really like in tune with our bodies. We're like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't eat would. very well yesterday. <laughs> but imagine what you feel like a week after, two weeks after. That's the same thing with CBD is most people will be using it. They won't notice the immediate effects and then they'll come off of it. And they're like, oh, like my aches and pains they're are back and I'm anxious again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I, dogs have endocannabinoid systems just yep. like humans. It's the exact same. So mm. it works just the same as in dogs. Some people use it for the calming effects. Other people and dogs or humans use it for the anti-inflammatory properties. It's right. good for hips as mm. dogs and people are getting older and anything like that. So I know you yes, have a different CBD oil for dogs than you do to specifically for humans. <clears throat> Is there a major difference or? it's the exact same it's just uh less concentrated but like mm. tank could go he straight could go into for the oh yeah grade. yeah <laughs> jesus yeah because i mean good. we say he i mean this wasn't meant to be a dog podcast but that's okay <laughs> yeah we love tank he, right? we uh, love dogs. <laughs> i mean he weighs 100 pounds but like when he doesn't want to move i would say he goes back up to about 110 115 pounds <laughs> yeah, yeah so like we're doing tank carries because he can't walk down the stairs 
Yeah. Uh, well, he can, but it's it's too much pressure on him right now because he wasn't even walking four weeks ago yeah. properly or regularly. So we carry him up and down 19 stairs. So that's six times a day. So we're getting we're extra workout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've lost like so much body yeah, fat. Yeah, it's just all, all the body fat percentage is getting things. Big. We're like, hey, we need another dog. And yeah. Get more shredded. <laughs> tank, you're too light. Yeah, now. just tank carries. That's what we call them yeah. as well. But that's that's the thing. We cre I created Cured because I wanted to help people. Mm. And just as tanks being helped, that's like the mission of the company is we sure. want to help people. We want to allow people to understand what it truly feels like to feel their best. Mm -hmm. And supplementation is one piece of the whole human optimization yeah. and um, development of like what your true self can actually feel like. Cause mm -hmm. I think so many people don't understand how good you can actually feel. And of course it takes a lot of time to get there. It takes doing the things that you guys do from a movement perspective. It takes changing your nutrition. It mm -hmm. takes, you're changing so what comes so. into your mind, like what you yeah. read, the podcasts that you listen to. And then it takes like what you put into your body from a supplementation standpoint. So like we're one piece of that overall uh, mm -hmm. puzzle. Mm -hmm. What was the one thing or many things that made you want to stand out from what was out there already? Like other CBD companies, what was like the thing you're like, I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah. I want that to be different. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys got a glimpse of it, like going to the Arnold and seeing what exists in mm. especially just like the bodybuilding industry. Yeah, the branding's cool. terrible. The people walking around, you're like, oh, like. How are you living? I don't think you're actually healthy. Like you're not portraying like this. Honestly, what it was, it was one time I was in my bodybuilding career, I was three years into my bodybuilding career, I took a selfie in the mirror and I was so shredded and I, did, I hashtagged health. And I was like, <laughs> like, hang on. And I woke up that day, I was like, oh, like this actually isn't healthy. Right. So you go to the Arnold, you go to any fit expo. Um, I haven't been to like a lot of CrossFit specific expos, but there's some of that, like there's one going on right now that a couple of my employees are at. and. And that isn't necessarily healthy either. either like right. And in the so, same vein as bodybuilding. Exactly. I mean, you can 100%. look healthy. You can look healthy, but like that's the problem. Right. And like, yeah. so in the supplement industry as well, is like everybody's like, okay, you have to have this pre workout that jacks you up and makes you feel like you want to like run through a wall. Mm. Like, that's like, okay, well. And then like, you know, like the proteins, the like standard. The standard array of products that exist with a, like a supplement company of like the last 10 years, not not that all of it is bad or, or even bullshit, but a lot of it is. 100%. And so that was like what I saw. I was like, I was deep in the bodybuilding industry and I was like, <clears throat> I think there's some things that need to be changed here. I started Cured coming from... My, my background is in engineering. I used to be mm. an aerospace engineer. <clears throat> I used to work for Lockheed Martin, which, used, which was uh, one of the big contractors for NASA. Yep. And I left that career because I was like, I don't feel like I'm impacting people sitting mm. in this cubicle. Mm -hmm. I did really cool things. Yeah. When I talk about it, people are like, oh, like that's really cool. That but for cool. me, I was like, and I love to talk about that stuff. I'll nerd about that stuff yeah. all day long. But when I was stuck in that cubicle, I didn't feel like I was actually like impacting mm -hmm. people on an individual basis. And I was bodybuilding at the same time. And I was like, oh, I think through like this bodybuilding career, I can impact people on an individual basis. I can coach people. I can start to make a difference. And it, I just didn't see anything that fully like grasped my full interest. And that was when Cured was really being born was like, I would podcast with people and we would talk about conversations on the podcast where they were like, hey, like I went through this difficult situation and like, this is why I am who I am. And more or less just talking about the things that people didn't want to talk about. Then we would get off the podcast and be like, yeah, actually like I use cannabis too. I use okay. CBD. I like microdose, like these conversations would come up outside of the podcast. Mm. I was like, why didn't we talk about this on the podcast? Cause I think that these are the conversations that one like carry so much stigma around them. And we just need to rebrand it because the reason why the hemp and CBD industry is where it is today 
and it's changing, right? But like the reason why it is where it is today is because in the late 1800s, hemp was made completely illegal. Actually, it was the 1930s, but it started in the late 1800s. And then like reefer madness comes out in 1930. It's propaganda from the early 1900s till today. Mm. But like Henry Ford made a Model T out of hemp. Hemp, like you can make t-shirts out of hemp. Yeah, yeah. right. Hemp is like a building material. Mm -hmm. You can make fuel to power cars out of hemp, but everything was wrapped up demonized. into the same umbrella and demonized. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we grew up in the, in the in the D.A.R.E. program. I don't know if they had the D.A.R.E. program oh, yeah. outside of the yeah. U.S., but like it's just changing the narrative. And that's like your guys' mission as well, right? And so you asked me in the beginning of the podcast was like why I was drawn to you guys so quickly. Mm. On a 15 minute conversation, I knew that you guys were trying to change the narrative. Mm. And I was like, okay, like 100%. we're not doing the exact same thing, but we're on a similar mission. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Changing you know? ed education, which is out there already. Yeah, mis mis uh, misinformation, yeah. you know, s spread by mainstream media outlets and all that kind of stuff as well. So, those conversations after the podcast, was that how Cured came about? It absolutely was. And I was like, like I just more start. and more people are talking about this. Mm. I, I started using CBD when I moved to uh, San Diego in 2016. And I used to take prescription anxiety medication. Mm -hmm. And I started using CBD and it was helping me calm down and it was helping me fall asleep at night. And I was mm. like, oh, there's something really, there's something here. And this comes from the cannabis plant and a lot of people don't necessarily want to use cannabis or use marijuana or use THC. And that's great. But this other cannabinoid comes from the same exact plant. So I mm. think the whole plant just needs to be viewed as beneficial. And yeah. when we talk about hemp having the ability to clothe us, to do whatever it can do, it's like, oh, like, why do we look at this component of nature in such a negative way? Right. And like, aren't we as like our true in our true core as human beings, like, connected to nature mm. like aren't we supposed to we're not going to go back to, like people are like get back to nature like everybody's not going to go live in the woods yeah. right <laughs> right but yeah. we need to be more symbiotic with nature and the power of nature yeah. yeah and so that's like where our mission came from and so yeah the conversations were happening outside the podcast cool. i was i took a new engineering position which took me out to san diego and i went from a big company to a smaller company and I just wanted to be like helpful mm -hmm. when I came into the smaller company. I was like, you know, I have seven years of experience at the biggest defense contractor in the world. I learned some things that I think that could be helpful. And I also learned some things that you probably shouldn't do when you're starting a smaller aerospace company. And I tried to just, as I stepped into that role in the new company, like tried to be like a full, like integrated part of the team. And I was getting belittled by my boss I stopped being invited to staff meetings. We had this really weird dynamic. And right. one day he just like, he belittled me in front of my entire group of coworkers. <laughs> I gotta tell a story cause it's so stupid. Go for it. <laughs> We're sitting in like an open, like cubicle working space, right? And I had a deadline coming up for one of our vendors where I had to present to them. <clears throat> and everybody there liked to, play with Nerf guns in the middle of the day and shoot Nerfs, Nerf, whatever, darts. Cool. Like they're really cool. Yeah. Not Nerf when you have cool. to get something done. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you have to get something Dead done. Line, yeah. I, so I moved my whole computer. It was like, it had like the, like the like big hard drive and the big screen. I was like, I'm just going to move this off of this desk into the corner. He walks in while I was doing that. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you have a deadline to meet tomorrow and you're not even working right now. You're just making an embarrassment of yourself and you're making an embarrassment of the team. And I said, maybe you should actually try to understand the situation. He belittled me in front of the entire company. I moved over into the corner and that night when I left work, I was stuck in traffic going down, uh, I think it's the 805 in San Diego. And I was just like, I was punching my steering wheel because I was like, this is not what I wanted to be doing. I'm trying to be helpful. I'm not being appreciated at mm -hmm. all. If anybody knows me, like I'll give, 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 give. I'm like, like, I don't need anything in return. And 
then like when I started to get belittled, I was like, this is it. Like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. And I started to get depressed over the next couple of days. And I went to go see a therapist and my therapist was like, you know, like what's going on in your life right now? I said what was going on in my engineering career. And I also said what was going on with this podcast I was starting and how I was having these conversations. I was like, I think that I could really help people this way. And he's like, what's holding you back? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I really don't know. He like turned to his desk. He pulled out a card and he wrote something on it and he handed it to me. And he goes, I'm going to give this to you, but like you just need to give this to yourself. And I like grabbed the card and I flip it over and just said permission on it. Mm. And he's like, you're looking for permission from the outside world. Right. But you just need to give it to yourself. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't think you're going to come back as a client, but I just want you to have this. I still have that That's card awesome. sitting on my desk. That's I put really in my letter cool. of resignation that night after meeting with him for one time. I was looking for permission from everybody mm. in the outside world. I think so many people do. It's like, right. why are we waiting for permission from somebody that's never gonna give it to us? We just yeah. have to give it to ourselves. I feel like when we were getting out of our jobs and starting what we wanted to do, it was kind of a quick process, wasn't it? It was like, mm. it's, it's almost I mean, like, like the decision. <laughs> yeah. The once decision. you make it once yeah. you make it yeah exactly but the build-up the build it, it's sort of like you know uh people think <clears throat> when people see people who are successful and they think it's an overnight thing they're like wow look how successful that person's just become this instant mm. and but they don't realize that it was like 10 years of that work exactly. there was a similar thing you and i have a similar story in terms of where where we were before my job wasn't <laughs> as cool as being a nasa engineer but <laughs> A, a, sim, a similar corporate environment, which is almost soul-destroying. Soul um, but like Steph said, that that decision happens quickly, but like there's a lot of buildup up until that point. But once you do, like everything accelerates. Yeah. Well, it's like when you deep down, you know that it's the right decision. I feel like it's so easy to make. Like when you came to me and you were like, right, I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, I might as well quit mine because mm -hmm. I don't want to be there. And let's just move to Australia is what you came to me and said. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like I didn't, I didn't go home and be like, oh, should I do this? I was literally like, my intuition was just like, what do you have? You don't have anything to lose. Yeah. But you're very good at this though. Like that's hard for some people. This is one of the things about Steph is one thing she taught me when we first met is that I would always overthink things. So like, even if you think, yeah. I always bring it back to like a tattoo perspective, right? I got my first tattoo, which is now lasered off on this side. When I was 20. <laughs> I need to start lasering <laughs> some off too. <laughs> which when I was 22 and I didn't get another one done till I met Steph when I was. Uh, Whoops. When was that? I think five, five, six years later or something six like years. that. Mm. But then when I met Steph, we went to a tattoo shop because she was getting a tattoo shop. And, you know, even when it comes down to tattoos, people have had all these meanings behind it and all this mm. like representation, all this stuff. And it just <laughs> stops me. people from actually getting done eventually in the first place. Steph just goes in, looks at the wall and goes, that one, that one looks cool. Well, there's this guy that he's a super awesome artist. His name is Josh Davies. He's in Worthing. And I used to just go in there. I like his artwork, right? That's the only reason why I get it on my skin. Yeah. Because I like the artwork. It looks cool. So I'll just be like, yeah, that one. that's the only reason you need. But, but the point being is <clears> like her cool. decision making was quick like that. So it actually inspired me to become... A bit easier. Yeah, like not overthink things. It mm. just make a decision. Yeah, you know, as something is like permanent as a, as a as ink on your skin. Yeah, and then is that, there ever a good time for that? Yeah, like no. You, well, and <laughs> you, know you I mean? have you two have a beautiful. The example of you two is like you had a support system, mm. so it's like oh, like we're in this together, right? And right. like as what if you feel hesitant but the other's like okay like i'm all in and this feels right like oh right. you trust each other mm. that was really hard for me in the beginning i was just like i don't exactly. yeah and like I, I was like in the middle of a lease that was like four thousand dollars a month and i was like okay right. so my expenses are four five six six thousand dollars a month i have twelve thousand dollars so i can up. survive for two months <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the thing is is when you make that decision 
<clears throat> there's no second option. Mm -hmm. right. And that's the only thing that's going to get you to where you want to go is when there's literally no yes. second option. Yeah. Exactly. When you have the safety net, when you're like, oh, this is the fallback plan, or if this doesn't work out, I can do this. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. No, it's too safe. And then the, on top of it, like complexity is the actual killer of execution. Yes. So when you try to overthink it and you're like, okay, this would have to be here and this has to be here for this to be perfect and for it to actually happen the way that you want it to happen. Mm -hmm. I shared this on a story the other day. I was like, you need to understand when you are an entrepreneur or you're on a journey to build something that you want in your life that you have to set very clear goals mm -hmm. and you have to be very clear on what it's going to feel like mm -hmm. when you get to achieving that goal. That's very important. And you can have a idea of what the path is going to look like to get there, but you cannot be tied to that path. If you're tied to that path and making that path look exactly like what you thought it was going to look like, you're going to fail yeah. because you're going to be going down one route and it's going to start to not work, but you're going to be so tied to being like, this is the way that I thought it was going to work that you can't see the other path. Exactly. You have to be able to see the other path and you have to be able to make a quick decision and go from here to here with the goal the still in mind. right? Yep. It's going to be like this. It's not going to be a straight road. No. And if you focus on why something isn't working so much, it's just going to bring more restriction yeah. into your life and it's going to be frustrating and then you're just not going to get there. So just yep. being able to move around them, the obstacles, and see them as challenges, but like positive, I think it's very yeah, important. Yeah, especially if you, so if you're coming from a, a space where it's condition, conditioned within the system, like a corporate job or a school system or whatever, it's very hard to understand that it doesn't operate in the way where it goes from here to here, even when you're getting paid monthly, you know exactly how much money you're getting paid that, month. Yeah. And when, once you switch, if you've never experienced being an entrepreneur, getting used to that where it's like this. Really good. Mm -hmm. Oh, this slow. Really you know, good. Oh, level. We're going out of business. Yeah. Like <laughs> we can't be stopped <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it changes like that. And, and it's, so fun. it's interesting that you said like not giving yourself <laughs> an option pretty much if you watch any sort of entrepreneur talk, that's exactly what they say, and it's a similar thing to us. We've when never I, had a plan B. Yeah, like, when when we when I quit my job, like you were saying about like trying to figure out expenses, the first thing I did was go get my hand tattooed, so I'd never be mm, able to be hired again. Mm. Which was like, it sounds easy, but it's not. Like I was like I wanted it done anyway, but it was still yeah. like when I was watching it You're get like, done, I was like, well, step. this is really it. <laughs> yeah, and then I I figured out that I could survive off. 50, 50 pounds a week from my savings. And I did that for two years. And that was just to recover from like the traumatic experience mm. of being within that system. Yeah. So it was about two to three years, I think I survived off like 50 pounds. But it was, it was almost that like the happiest mm. like I'd ever been. I oh, have to reflect to you that like the beginning days of Cured where I was like, I have zero dollars in my bank account. And I couldn't be happier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this was us in Australia. I, I look back on that. And it's not like, you know, like Cured's a multi-million dollar company. Like put all that aside. Mm. It's not, that's not what it's about. That's no. never going to be what it's about. It's the internal feeling of I'm doing what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. Right. And if you have zero dollars in the, your bank account, but you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it feels really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feels it does. really good. But then like the, the, the work that you do being able to generate the type of income needed to then be able to help even more people is. Well, yeah, it's the ideal situation doing something you love getting paid for it, helping people. And the more money you get, the more you can help. It's just like yeah. this beautiful circle. And the more and you tend to do it, the more money comes to you. And you don't, it doesn't you come from the place you thought it would. Yeah. It doesn't, it just. You receive, right? Yeah. Whatever you give, you receive. Yeah. And it's just, it's been a really nice journey so far. Yeah. So f Challenging. fast forward from that point of like realizing that you need, that you no longer want to be within that situation mm -hmm. fast forward to like where you are now what's what does that look like now in terms of cured being the supplement supplement company that you envisioned in the first place yeah that's a great question and i'm actually so the reason i'm here in austin is i'm speaking at an event over the weekend mm -hmm. and part of my talk will go into this and so this is my practice round here right. <laughs> um, it's warming up the Glad vocal cords. <laughs> 
The I look at the building of Cured in in two versions. There's a version 1.0 and there's a version 2.0. And you actually saw part of the transition from one to two. Yeah. I had a phone call with you two when you were in Australia. And I can't remember what we were talking about. Oh, it was the Costa Rica tri- retreat. I was yeah. like, hey, dude, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <clears throat> I actually can't sponsor this right now because we're not doing well. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're doing We're doing really bad right now. Mm. I'm really worried about our ability to pay our bills right now. And that was in 20, <clears throat> that was just before, that was just before. That was before the pandemic, yeah. right before right the pandemic. Before. I think it was like a so month before. From, from late 2017 to late 2019, we went from zero to over $2 million in revenue in about a year and a half, mm-hmm. which was like mind boggling. Mm. We were also going in about 10 different directions. We had the supplement company. We had food products. Oh yeah. We had, we had food products. We had supplements. We had a farm in Boulder, Colorado, where we were uh, farming our hemp. We had a manufacturing facility in Denver, Colorado, and we were doing live wellness events in Denver, Colorado, every single month over the summer of 2019. Right. So if you tried to look at like a map of the direction of cured, it was a bunch of arrows going in a bunch of different directions. And that what was even more, what's even more hard to look back at is that if you looked at where those arrows were coming from, they also weren't coming from the same point. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like there was one leader or there was actual leadership and cohesion within the company. And we were going out in all different directions. We weren't even starting in the same place. So what Cured looked like in 2019 as a quick to whatever you want to call it, not even success, but a quick like generating a decent amount of money company. Mm. That was great, but we had no clear path of what it was yeah. we were we we truly were and what the mission was that we were on. But it all came down to me because I was not leading the company. We were moving so fast and we saw such quick success that mm. none of it was under control. And I wasn't actually speaking to what I envisioned the mission to be because it was going so fast. What I was trying to do was like hold puzzle pieces together and like carry the jugs of water. And like my hands were so full and I was like, I don't, I also don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) but I was trying to act like I knew what I was doing. So end of 2019 into the beginning of 2020, I really had to recognize like, why am I doing this? Like, what is the actual mission? What is the vision for what Cured is going to be? And what are our operating principles? Like, what are our values? How do we make decisions on a daily basis? How do I decide who I'm going to hire? Mm-hmm. How do I decide who I'm going to fire? Mm-hmm. How do I decide if we should be doing this this farming venture, this manufacturing venture, or not? What are we? Are we a supplement company? Are we a food company? Mm-hmm. Are we are a manufacturing company? Are we a farm? There were so many questions, and the revenue was starting to show that. I didn't have the answers to the question. So it was like quick up and we were going down very quickly. Mm. And right before the pandemic hit and like the entire world was rocked, my world was rocked because I restructured the entire company. I let Mm. go of business partners. I laid off employees. I shut down complete divisions of the company. I said, we're a supplement company and we're here to help people through pushing the boundaries on our ingredients and changing the narrative. That's much simpler than saying we're doing all these other things. But by saying that that's what we were doing and saying all of these things are not what we're doing, I had to get rid of a lot of stuff. And those were very, very difficult conversations. Those were conversations where some of my best friends were business partners that I actually don't even have a relationship with now yeah. mm-hmm. because of how Sacrifice. hard that was. Mm-hmm. There was hundreds of thousands of dollars going out the door and I was like, I have to stop this bleeding. I cut off product lines. I completely restructured yep. the company. I got rid of several, like you guys have been to one of the pieces of our facility, but we used to own, not own, we used to lease out four different units in that facility. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. We used to have, now we're compressed, So right before the pandemic hit, it was a blessing in disguise because as the pandemic hit, we were so focused. The team was the team was cut in half and went from 13 employees to six employees. And from beginning of 2020 until today, we are so clear on what our mission is, who we are and also who we're not. Mm. 
but I wasn't the leader that communicated that over and over and over and over again to instill it in every single employee, to instill it in every single partner, to instill it in everybody that walked into the building and knew exactly what we were doing. Now we're all on the exact same boat. We're rowing in the exact same direction and we can't be stopped because everybody knows what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. But version 1.0 was not that. And version 2.0 from the beginning of 2020 until today is so clear on what we're doing. So I can't even remember what you asked, but you're like, you know, from leaving corporate America to today, more or less, like how did you get to where you are today? I had to, I went through this really quick rise and it fueled my ego in the beginning too. Right. Mm. So I was like, check this out. I can do anything. <laughs> uh-huh. And then <laughs> I almost realized I couldn't do anything. Right. right. And then I had to completely restructure the company. I had to like really like look at myself because what I was worried about was I was more worried about being liked mm. than being worried about how big my fucking mission was. Yeah. Mm. And so I kept people around me. I didn't cut people loose. I said, oh, like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak to what it is. I actually what I actually envision for us to be i didn't have like these core values of our three core values are responsibility service and nature Mm -hmm. and if i see any lack of responsibility i see any lack of service i see any lack of valuing nature right now the person's Mm -hmm. gone Mm -hmm. and that sounds harsh and i don't speak to it in that way if i'm firing somebody or letting go of somebody but i speak to it in a way where it's very clear it's like we have a misalignment in values And that doesn't mean I don't love the person, I don't care for the person, but we have a misalignment in values and we're not going to the same place. So I just need you off the ship right now. Yeah, And that's cured one to two. two. Right. Mm. These big decisions that you were making, were you making them on your own? Or did you like have someone, because they're big decisions and big choices. I had three mentors at the time, which I didn't have in the beginning of the company. Mm. And mentorship is, invaluable but to find the mentor that's truly going to be the correct mentor for you takes time Mm. and it's like the hero's journey whereas the first time you actually meet the mentor you're actually probably not going to be ready for the mentor Mm -hmm. and one of my first mentors his name was richard he actually passed away in october 2019 but this really sparked the whole thing sparked the whole restructuring of the company he said over and over and over again, you guys are not a manufacturing company, mm. but we didn't listen to him. Mm. I remember hearing it. I remember hearing it very clearly. He built a company called Breckenridge Brewery that sold to Anheuser-Busch for $90 million. He knew what he was talking mm-hmm. about, but I wouldn't listen. Mm. I was so full of myself because I built a two, I built a multi-million dollar company in literally a year. Mm. And so I was like, I think I know it all. I had to realize how much I didn't know. Mm. And so the last several years of my life have been a recognition of how much I don't know and how beautiful life can become when you recognize how much it is you don't know and how much it is you have still to learn Mm -hmm. and how amazing life can be when you're so clear on your values, you're so clear on your mission, and it's almost unshakable now. But to get to where we we are today, to be that company, we had to go through a lot of uncomfortable times, a lot of uncomfortable situations, a lot of uncomfortable conversations. And there are still several people that are with me from that have were with me in the very beginning, but the whole company looks completely different. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Even from when we first met. So let's, let's talk about the products that you actually do have now. Yeah. Um, It's very interesting because like you said, it's changed a lot from even when we first met back in 2019, you were, doing food which i completely forgot about you did like olive yeah. oil yeah, and shit. Olive oil yeah. um which was great by the they way they were great <laughs> yeah. they were and that was what was even harder was, was like they were more. good products yeah. maybe yeah. that's something you can do later later on oh but it's a good lesson i, I feel it's like a really good i struggle lesson. with that type of stuff mm. it's like a, when you have good ideas but it's not the right time and you just have to put it aside yeah i, I really struggle with like you know priority and, yeah I have but, to really think about it. So now you've like really refined what your what your products look like. So let's let's go through them as well, and then we can speak about like the ingredients as well because we've kind of only touched on the CBD side of things, mm-hmm. but it's actually much more than that. Yeah, what your company does. Yeah, 
the last thing I'd want is is people like to perceive cured as just a CBD company because yeah. it's much more than that. So if we go through like your main, what is the main product range right now? Yeah, so the main product range, our flagship products are our functional mushroom adaptogen and cannabinoid blends. Mm. And they all have different functions, but they were actually created by a clinical herbalist out of Boulder, Colorado that we hired and said, hey, like she works with patients one-on-one like you have this going on i can create this formula and this formula is going to help you Mm -hmm. and that's what traditional nutritional therapist yeah yeah Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what a clinical herbalist uh does is they like work one-on-one with a client and they figure out okay well this person runs warm or they Mm -hmm. need like more uh like herbs have wet and dry properties and they have cooling and warming properties and Mm -hmm. so to create products for mass market, you have to understand how can we help the most amount of people by also not making it too strong in one way and too weak in another way. So we took over a year to develop our flagship products. And those are Rise, Aura, and Zen. That's a a brain health, mental clarity product is Rise. Mm -hmm. Aura is a gut health and immune support product. And then Zen is our relaxation and sleep product. Mm -hmm. And if you just looked at those products, those are like foundation. That's like the mm-hmm. foundation of the company is yep. the combination of those three ingredients, functional mushrooms, adaptogens, and cannabinoids. Each of those three products have those ingredients. And then when we dove deeper, different cannabinoids, different functional mushrooms, different adaptogens to create those functions. But I truly believe that health from <clears throat> from a top level perspective, you can look at health in a much simpler way. If you can perform on a daily basis, if you can balance your system on a daily basis and you can sleep and recover mm-hmm. on a daily basis, maybe it's not a daily basis. It can be the time frame can change. But that repetition of perform, balance and recover is something everybody needs to do. Every yeah. you have to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's your recovery and your recovery can come in other forms as well, right? Mm-hmm. But like everybody if you don't do that, you're not going to be able to do anything else. Yeah. Then when it comes to a perform standpoint, well, you to perform the way that you perform looks different than say a stay at home mom performs or right. somebody that's a, a teacher or mm-hmm. a full time student or somebody that sits at a cubicle or a computer, but they all perform, right? All need focus, clarity. Right. And mental mm-hmm. clarity. So like if you think about performance that we have our perform line, that's rise. We have a recover line that's Zen, whether it's just general calming and relaxation or if it's truly sleep, which is you need both. And then you need to balance out the two. It's not just like perform, recover, perform, recover, yeah. perform, recover. <laughs> like there has to be balance somewhere, right? Yeah. And some for some people, it's walks. For some people, it's meditation. For some people, it's um, making sure you have, for all people, it should be having proper nutrition. But you want to- Yeah, you want to have, it all starts in your gut. Mm -hmm. So like we have this brain, gut, and whole body model. Perform, balance, recover, rise, or zen. So Mm -hmm. if I just kept it at that, you would understand like that's the cured model. And then all the other products we have fit in a perform bucket, a balance bucket, or a recover bucket. And they look a little bit different from a formulation standpoint. They look a little bit different from Mm -hmm. a form factor standpoint. We have drinks as well that goes in our perform line. But that's how I describe Cured of today. That's right. It's a supplement company that optimizes those three components of your crucial daily yep. routine. And that's all we do. Mm. I think as well, it's really important that people start to realize that they're they're not going to stop getting stressed, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> there's going to be daily stresses in anyone's life. So we need to be able to deal with the stresses better. And that's where the adaptogens come in. 100%. So instead of people focusing on, oh, I don't need any stress in my life, <laughs> it's it's not going to happen like that. So you actually all, should have stress. Yeah. Stress, it yeah. It grows you. Small amounts is... Yeah, well, not chronic stress. Yeah. <laughs> not chronic, chronic stress, but yeah. like the cold plunge is a stressor, right? Exactly. And that's good stress. Training and there's Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But um, so, yeah, it's just good to know that we can help to support our systems without going too far into like, oh, I have to be meditating every minute. No, that's like, you know, like (laughs) there's like this new age, like woke, this is how you become the most. I literally wanted to speak about this. (laughs) Go, please, because that's the problem. Yeah. It's a serious problem. It is a problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all all for 
being aware, uh, you know, awareness self- is not woke. Yeah, I know, but like, I, I, Major but difference. people thought they, they were one and the same. Yeah, and the thing with with this woke, I guess, culture now is that is I mean, there's there's so many podcasts out now with people tr- like literally thinking that they're woke and it, it's become so serious now <laughs> it's, it's doing the exact opposite it's almost like pretentious you know what i mean it's like, hurtful it's it's really funny it hurts me it makes, it hurts it makes me laugh each time i see one <laughs> like, you know and and it's just become the word woke while it was i thought it was a joke yeah now now it literally has become a joke it where is becoming a joke they're they're delusional <laughs> they're the complete opposite of woke they're not of, aware at all you know, they're not aware. So of the I, I I love the word woke, and I, I love seeing the um the the woke podcast. Is there a South around. Park episode on there, woke? There's got to be one, in and they'll nail it because they're just be. geniuses. Yeah, they actually just released one where um all the people from California are, are coming down oh, to Tesla. Colorado. To, oh, to Colorado! Yeah, Keep them out to, of Colorado. To, buy, to buy to buy out South Park. <laughs> and, oh, so, yeah. so I'm guessing it's it's the same thing as what they were doing for Texas. You know, yeah. all, all the people from California, yeah. New York, coming to Texas. Buying all the yeah. but they, They're using it as they're using it as Cal- Colorado instead. And the people who are coming <laughs> from California, New York, can't say anything else except for Wi-Fi, Tesla, and bottled bottle water. water. So they're all going, uh. they're going Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, bottled water. Tesla, it's fantastic, man. I got to put a snippet of that in. They're geniuses. I love them. I need to hang out with uh, those guys for one day. That's an invite. Yeah. If they yeah, Yeah, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Like, I know these guys (laughs) hang around Colorado all the time. Need to next time you guys come out to Colorado, we'll go to South. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's a real place. It is a real place. But yeah, that's and I think that that's what the issue was. Was like, again, it's like it's like complexity is the killer of execution. It's like, oh, I have to meditate. I have to do Mm. yoga. I have to eat these certain things. I have to drink these certain things. And next thing that you know, like you're overwhelmed by like all the things that you're supposed to do when the actual intention, maybe the intention was right, but Mm. like the intention was for us to like truly understand what, what it's like to live a life of fulfillment. Right. And I think that to live a life of fulfillment, you have to know what it feels like to feel your best, yeah. not like tell somebody else mm-hmm. what it feels like to feel their best. You have to understand for yourself what it feels like to feel my best. So it looks different for me as as it looks for Jay, as it looks for you, Steph. Mm-hmm. But like foundationally, there are things that truly matter. And then the way that everybody else implements those core foundational principles might look a little bit different, yeah. but like you got to move your body, you got to fuel your body. Yeah. And then outside of that, like recover. it might, and, and you got, you got to fuel your body, you got to move your body and you got to recover. And then outside of that, it might look different for everybody else. But it's not like you have to like subscribe to this one ideology. <laughs> I feel of like, like it's, it's discipline <clears throat> getting confused with punishment most yeah. of the time. I feel like you have to have that for those basic things. You have to have the discipline, and yeah, you may have to get into a habit, mm-hmm. which usually takes which what, is very six uncomfortable weeks, as which well is uncomfortable. But then there's also that that limit of doing it just because you're being told to and not enjoying it. Then yeah. it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing that, or that's not <clears> working <throat> for me. So it's finding the discipline, getting into a routine, and then making sure you're enjoying the process. Yeah, because not yeah. everyone's going to enjoy fucking yoga. You know what I mean? No. I, I, I don't. don't like. I don't like doing <laughs> yoga. And a lot of people are. A lot of people are looking for the most time-efficient ways to do things. Yeah. So, like with our training, you don't need to do yoga because you're focusing on building strength and mobility, it's which active. in turn yeah. um, gets you flexibility for free without direct work. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. do it, and then you, you don't even have to stretch all that much because it will carry over. Yeah. There's a really good guy um, on TikTok called Movement by David. He he's crushing it on TikTok with valuable information. Absolutely love his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, started speaking to him recently, but you know he he has fantastic mobility and strength, and he does stretches once a week, but maintains this uh, his full range of motion all the time. Yeah. and it's the s- same thing with the supplements. Is people are looking for the most time efficient way to. Uh, look after their body which is where that kind of thing is coming Mm -hmm. so all this thing about like i think there's a lot of information out there people get too caught up with like having to do have to have meditation Mm. have to have yoga have to do workouts when it all can be sort of combined and condensed especially if you're 
or you feel like you're short on time, like the most time efficient ways to do things. Also as well, like going back to our training, like being having that mind-body connection whilst you're moving, I feel like that is part of my meditation. I do visualize in the morning, mm -hmm. but my movement is also my meditation. So yeah. that kind of, that's also time efficiency right there. Like that is me spending time focusing on my breath and just getting the most out of what I'm doing. Well, yeah, I think it's like Tony Robbins, I think it's Tony Robbins who doesn't like meditating, but the way he meditated way. was actually uh, through like martial arts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, yeah, he's like, like he does tai chi. Yeah. yeah, and and even when he like would get like you know in a more like uh, aggressive form of martial arts, that's how he would meditate. It's so still it's still quite like finding yeah. your the own way that you do things. But there's people put a lot of pressure on themselves into in terms of like trying to fit all this in yeah. along with their normal life as well. Well, one of the things that you're saying, Steph, is you're saying efficiency and the core to efficiency is effective. Mm -hmm. Like it has to be effective. Yeah. And there's a difference between effective and busy. Yes. Mm -hmm. People can be extremely busy, mm -hmm. but have nothing. They're like, I'm doing, 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 doing. I don't have any time. Energy and what do you have to out. show for it? Yeah. Mm. Sometimes you have nothing to show for it. So it's yeah. the difference between being busy and effective. And I say that to my employees a lot. It's like, are you just busy right now? Or are mm. you actually being effective? Right. Mm -hmm. And efficiency is because you were effective in whatever it is you were doing. Exactly. Like the foundation to efficiency is it was efficacious. Mm. It's effective. cutting wasted time out, right? In everything. And it's like, well, now I do have time to maybe not do anything and just yeah. kind of relax yeah. a bit. But and do the not feel bad about it. And well. yeah, do hobbies and stuff. That's everything that we do kind of stems from that. Yeah. Having yeah, more time to do what we love and be with each other. and Everything yeah. that we do, we we are doing because we want to as yeah. well. But some things we're doing to advance mm -hmm. and some things we're doing to enjoy. You know, yeah. we enjoy every single moment of that time. But like I said, certain uh, projects that we're doing throughout the day is to advance our our mission and some are just to advance Live, our relationships like, and things yeah. like that. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you just got to manage your projects, I think. Yeah. Mm. So with, in terms of the ingredients within these products, because we, we touched on the CBD side of things, I think there's a lot of uh, misinformation about there, exactly what functional mushrooms mean, which, yeah. is, which, right. is, a, yeah, not which psychedelic. is a big, yeah, which is yeah. a big ingredient in a lot of your products. So if we could mm -hmm. sort of touch on that and maybe clear up anything that yeah. – Miss uh, immunity. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's, so if you think of like the fungi genus or the kingdom of fungi, mm. there's, there's a little bit more than this, but you could break it down into three of like, there's culinary that you cook with, think mm -hmm. portobello. Mm -hmm. There's functional, which I'll talk about. And then there's psychedelic. So mm. that's psychedelic is over in the, there are definitely huge benefits of it yeah. in psychedelic assisted psychotherapy. It should be used very Not intentionally. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be part of this like, oh, I microdose and I'm like this awesome person because of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can like, I think microdosing is great. I actually do it. Right. But I'm not even going to talk about it because I think there's so much BS out there about it. Yeah. Right. Functional mushrooms are the, there's over 2000 quote unquote mushrooms that would be considered in this uh in this like Functional category realm. of mushroom, but then really only 16 of those 2000 are recognized as actual functional mushrooms. And it's like reishi, turkey tail, chaga, mm -hmm. lion's mane, cordyceps. And in simple form, you would take it and you feel a function from it. Maybe it'd be uh, immune boosting, maybe it'd be cognitive enhancement, mm -hmm. but these category of mushrooms, functional mushrooms are, if, are thinking about more or less like if, if I say traditional Chinese medicine and you think, okay, well, that sounds like, like herbal remedies, functional mushrooms sit in that category because mm -hmm. they're like, they serve a function for your overall health and wellness mm -hmm. and optimizing your, your body. And they can actually be considered adaptogens as well yeah. because they help with the body stress response mm -hmm. and overall immune function and overall bodily function. So like, Think about it that way: culinary, functional, psychedelic. Yeah, um, and we live in the functional world. Great. And how exactly does these ingredients like help the human body? 
Yeah. So it helps like, just like, so if we were talking about cannabinoids and we talk about the endocannabinoid system, mm. the endocannabinoid system is responsible for general, uh, general things like your sleep wake cycle, your mm -hmm. mood, your stress response. And we have receptors in our body called, uh, well, cannabinoid receptors, more or less CB1, CB2 receptors and cannabinoids, similar to how functional mushrooms and adaptogens do affect other receptors in the body. The cannabinoids either modulate those receptors. So modulation means it changes the receptor and allows the receptor to bind to other ingredients to then help achieve homeostasis in the body mm -hmm. it's all to help achieve homeostasis yeah. in the body mm -hmm. which then allows your sleep-wake cycle your appetite your metabolism your mood to be regulated and normalized yeah and so some of our products will be more on like the stimulating end so they're more geared towards the brain function and mental clarity other will be more for the immune system so like aura has prebiotics and it. it helps mm -hmm. with the body and the gut developing a good microbiome and then zen for sleep helps the body really with the stress re response and helps you relax and helps you sleep at night so it's really like achieving homeostasis in the body and allowing the body to get back mm. to where yeah. it's supposed to be and how it was designed to be, but it's gotten so off track by all the other noise and chemicals and just so much crap in the world. Mm -hmm. so, something we noticed when we, I mean, as you know, the Arnold isn't very, uh, <laughs> isn't our scene. It certainly wasn't our scene. Uh, fortunately, there were some jujitsu competitions going on and uh, yeah. Ro Roger Gracie was there. So we got to see him. <laughs> he saved us for a little bit. But like you said, the, a lot of the ingredients within their products that we were looking around, you could terrible. see from the expos is, is extremely out of date and, and promoting the incorrect is, message. Out of date is definitely what I'd call it. I yeah. was actually shocked because I thought, okay, it's 2022, you know, mm -hmm. like maybe there'll be a few better ones now. It was like I went to an expo like 10 years ago or something, yeah. like whey, refined sugar, all these artificial ingredients. Yeah, Nothing that's why Kieran stands out like a sore thumb there because yeah. we're different than everybody else. You're like it's the wooden, the white nature. booth. Like everybody, <laughs> people would walk up to the booth. They're like, they're like I just wanna, I'm just this? getting sucked like, into this, this booth. Yeah. But that's been our mission from day one. Is like <clears throat> we can like we could probably live in like the woke woke culture and probably be very appealing to a lot of people, mm. and that's fine. Mm. But you plant us in the middle of the bodybuilding industry, and we stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah, and that's exactly why we do it. Yeah, because we're trying to change. Like, because it's like I care about people. Mm. Mm -hmm. Even if people do things that you walk around, and you're like, oh, like that's stupid. I still love that person, and I want that person to feel good, and I want to be some part of their life that allows them to notice that life can be different. Like, mm -hmm. I don't disagree. Like if I see things that I like disagree with, I don't disagree with the person. I'm just like, oh, like that's not interesting to me, but good for that person. Yeah. Right. Like bodybuilding, becoming Mr. Olympia, that's really hard, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. like, would I ever want to be that bodybuilder ever again? No, I have a lot of re respect for that person. And mm -hmm. so respect is like, you have to have respect. Cause mm -hmm. if you don't have respect, you're not going to get respect back. But so much of it is out of date because we have recognized that like if you, well, one, if you don't change, like how are you ever going to be like, oh, like I built a legacy for myself. You're, we're always changing always and improving adapting. and Cured mm -hmm. is going to continue to change and improve. So like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's out of date and you would have expected to see a lot of different stuff there. I, I thought maybe a few but, things. Yeah. There was, <laughs> it was medieval fights going on and everything like that. There was a lot of stuff we weren't expecting to see. Yeah. It was like your <laughs> your drink, um, Euphoria, was the only drinkable thing there. Yeah. That I would be able yeah, to Yeah, this have. is I mean, this is something I've discussed <laughs> with you previously is I was when we finally got to the States back into the States, I was really excited to try the rocks energy drink oh, because God, he'd been yeah. promoting it as like the alternative to every other energy drink and uh it was like the number one i think he's literally advertised it as the number one uh health energy drink or something i don't like even that. know the name of it zoa it's called okay that's right and i love the rock i love everything that he does i think he's an awesome entrepreneur but then when when i went to and an awesome role model for a lot of people but then I went to the store to get one, mm -hmm. and I think the the first or second ingredient was sugar, sugar. which is like, which is com just falling in line with every other energy drink that was that it was next to, and that's what I enjoyed about 
and I've told you this before, is your energy drink that you've got out is not like that at all. It, it, it is the alternative no, no to the it energy drink. It is the drink. alternative. Yeah, it yeah. Is there's, the alternative. there's five calories in it and it comes from the lion's mane. Right. <laughs> yeah. Zero <laughs> calories. And the thing is, is the reason that that's true for the rocks energy drink or whatever other energy drink, drink out there on the market is it's really hard to make a product that works and still tastes good right mm. so that was like for us is like it needs to work and we've made our normal like capsules and other supplements work really well but break open a capsule of rise and try to make that taste good yeah exactly <laughs> it's pretty hard <laughs> it's a challenge yeah it's a challenge so uh, is there anything you're working on now that you can sort of discuss that will be shown in the future yeah, so we're we're working on uh, several things. The first thing that I'll share is we're working on. So you look at the CBD industry specifically. There's a lot of gummies out there. Yeah, and God, and it's candy. Gummies. It's candy. It's sugar. It's literally candy. Mm -hmm. And so we're working on kind of changing the narrative in that world. And I'm Great. really looking forward to coming out with a 100% hemp protein with adaptogens in it. Nice. And changing the protein market as well. That's one Great. thing that we don't have. Um, from a recovery standpoint, and it would be great to have a protein product. That sounds cool. Oh, yeah, with protein powder. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. That nice. would be good. Yeah. That'd save us a lot of time as well. Yeah. I, I've, kind of, I've kind of gone off. I used to I used to have a lot of protein shakes. Mm. Now we, ju we just usually get one if we, we're down we to sunlight. We just go to but, Sun Life, yeah. Um, but but I, I was like in that mind frame of need. needing one I all need. the time, you know, like yeah. that. That I had to keep reassuring him all the time. I'd getting, be like, getting enough you're getting enough protein. Like literally, if you get your intake of protein from your three meals within the day, you're fine. But like J Jay would say, miss breakfast or something and he'd like freak out. But I'm like, it's okay. As long as you get it by the end of the day, you're sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be fine. It's like almost like the, that old mind frame or mindset that you've been conditioned to because you've heard it so much. It's like if you don't have a protein shake at this time, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. then you're Straight gonna, after your workout. You know, but that's that's, <laughs> that's from bodybuilding. That's bodybuilding so, narrative. So confusing because yeah. this is what gets taught to people just regularly trying to train, not even like be a bodybuilder. Yeah. When really you could just have lunch. Yeah, you know, like first, that's again, like, get your food in order. Exactly. That comes Then, first. like, move your, even before moving your body, I would say. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, I mean, one may argue about that, but, like, I think that, like, the saying, you are what you eat, if you don't understand that, like, think, like, we could stop the podcast now and say, just, like, go think about that. <laughs> right. And then, like, you know, be like, okay, now take everything else under that same lens. Like, you are mm -hmm. what you eat. You are what you listen to. You are who you surround yourself yeah. with. You literally are your environment. Yeah, it's fine. We totally agree that nutrition comes first, but we did it as phase two because we know that people get well, into movement Well, you guys are movement, movement experts. People, people <laughs> so need to see like, the physical. Like, no, people have always been saying, you know, 70, 70 or 80% nutrition, 30 to 20%. Uh, yeah, 30 to 20% physical. And it's meant to be the nutrition first. Yeah. People mm -hmm. always latch on to it afterwards. Well, and I say that too, and I own a supplement company. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, it's not like everybody's always going to be able to do it in the orders. And that's why yeah. supplement companies exist is to help support people because exactly. there are gaps, right? Yeah, yeah for and sure. So, like, it's we, like when I first got into getting into fitness again, like my nutrition was second. Like yeah. I first started getting into it and then I was like, oh, I could feel better yeah. if I do this. And then you kind of break into that realm of healthier living and it all stems from there and then the mind like paradigm yeah, it, it breaking clears that up your and... mind and everything starts to connect much easier you want to learn more things you yeah it's a nice flow like, help the people around you and then that in turn once you start to consider your effect on the, the environment around mm -hmm. you and then you want to help in that area these are our phases yeah they're the phases <laughs> as you know but, uh so yeah, we've got to wrap up a little bit here. Yeah. We've, gone, we've gone a little bit over than, we? Yeah, oh, than what we originally intended. So you're down here in Austin yeah. uh, doing a talk. Yep. But is this is this a, I'm going to put a prediction out here. <laughs> is this a little scouting mission for a potential relocation? It is. It definitely is. It definitely is. I honestly, I still love Colorado more because of mm. the ability to get into the mountains. Mm. You can get into nature here as well, but like you'll never, it's called the sunshine state for a reason. There's 330 days of sunshine a day, a year, 
it will snow one day it'll be beautiful out the next day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I don't know if I'll ever leave roots in Colorado, but yeah. we are looking at places yeah. down here in Austin. Nice. And like, as you guys mentioned, like when you came down here, like it's, it's alive down here. It's great for networking. It's great for business. It's great for everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm always, always open and interested okay. to changes. And so we're down here for the conference. I'm speaking. It's a business fitness business conference. I'm teaching people how to not do business and then how great. to do business. Right. Um, which is like the version 1.0 and 2.0 of Cured. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to be checking out Austin. Nice. Right. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, we'll love to have you down here as yeah. well. Austin, yeah. Austin, I describe Austin as sort of like the gold rush era or even like the golden age of Hollywood when everyone just <clears throat> moved to California to uh, a become a movie star. Yeah. It's like, unlike, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that's happening it in is. Austin right it's now. A it's a special For place. everyone. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. Um, so with that being said, where can everyone find you? Yeah. Like, uh, your your do people handles, call out their do people websites. call out their TikTok now? Because yeah, you gotta yeah. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's the future. Trust me. Yeah, I don't. People I be think like, I'm. Instagram? I think I'm. I don't know my TikTok you handle. TikTok? <laughs> I think I'm Joseph Sheehy. I posted on TikTok on the right. way here because well, I was we were talking about okay. TikTok. Well, let's add it underneath. Joseph yeah, we'll add it underneath. So go like this, and then we'll yeah, we'll add it underneath all the tags. Joseph Sheehy on Instagram, S H E H E Y, and then cured nutrition on instagram curednutrition.com um you'll see cured through the phase six stuff so mm -hmm. that's where to find me appreciate awesome. you guys having me on thank oh, you yeah. for coming oh, on. always a pleasure to yeah. talk we didn't even get to speak about how we actually met I've yeah we realized. didn't even go through that you it was a quick phone call and yeah. i was like <laughs> we're aligned in values i'm flying to <laughs> london <laughs> that's it in a nutshell yeah. well, thanks for coming down brother thank we appreciate you, you and yeah. we're looking forward to uh having you back here yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. then, then we can go through the the story again but uh thanks guys for joining us on another episode of the phase f and six show uh we'll be doing these more often and we'll have more exciting guests coming up so make sure to stay tuned i'm not going to tell you to uh subscribe because people being hate people hate being told what to do but if you did find this uh valuable please share it with people that you know, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.